Today on the show, we're talking about my first week as an IRA explorer. This is Life After Sight Loss Radio, episode 53. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast helping you discover life after sight loss. My name is Derek Daniel. I am your host and resident VIP, a.k.a. visually impaired person. Hey, if you're new to the program, welcome aboard. This is the place where we do product reviews. We talk life advice, encouragement, how-tos, emotional support, relationships, technology, and so much more, all with the express purpose of helping individuals and families who are going through or facing physical sight loss. Hey there, guys. Thank you so much for joining me this week on the podcast. We're going to have a great time because we're talking about Ira, and I'm going to give you my sort of story within my first week of being an explorer. Now, what is Ira? What is an explorer? Well, I'm going to tell you all about it in today's episode, so make sure you stick around for the whole thing. Plus, I've got some coaching corner. We're going to talk about finding your way, both physically, mentally, that sort of thing. And I've got a tech tip about voiceover and labeling things if they're not labeled properly. So we've got a lot of stuff happening in today's podcast episode. Before we jump into all the good stuff, I just want to remind you that you can find today's show notes over at Life After sightloss.com slash 053. That's going to give you links, information, ways to subscribe, and stay connected. So make sure you hop on over to the show notes at lifeaftersightloss.com slash 053. You know, whenever you go through sight loss, there's this, I don't know, internal thing about finding your way. Obviously, when you are physically trying to find your way, we know what that means. You know, this idea of getting up out of bed, finding your way downstairs, finding your way around the kitchen, finding your way around the house, then finding your way outside, finding your way to, you know, the local store and finding your way to different things and then finding your way around those different stores and things and whatnot. I mean, there's this whole idea of finding your way physically, but I think there's that idea of finding your way both mentally, uh, emotionally, and maybe even sort of this, this spiritual way as well. I mean, it's all sort of encompassing. And so I wanted to talk about that just briefly today because I think we wrestle with that after sight loss, especially if we've had sort of a very forward motion, sort of a forward trajectory as we've gone through things, you know, okay, yes, this is my way. This is my purpose. This is the way I'm going. And then we sort of get knocked off the horse and all of a sudden we've got to find our way again. I would imagine it's like, you know, similar for people who go through an accident and they have a physical ailment and, you know, they've got to either learn to walk again or learn to eat again or learn to speak again. You know, there's they're finding their way. And whenever we lose our sight, there is that sort of innate part of us that's trying to find our way. But I don't think it's an impossible task, just like it's not impossible to find your way around the kitchen after losing your sight. It's not impossible to find your way around the emotions that you face or the mental anguish that you're going through. It might take a little time. It might take a little bit of, a, I don't know, outside help and support and things like that. But we all will find our way 
at one point or another. It might take us two weeks, two years, who knows, but we will inevitably find our way, just as sure as we'll find our way from point A to point B with, you know, the help of a cane or a guide dog or a a sighted support or whatever it might be, we will surely find our way mentally, emotionally, we'll find our way. Now, find out who we are as as people and, and the courage and strength that we have. You're going to find your way. And I just wanted to encourage that, you know, encourage you with that today, that you're going to find your way. Hey, maybe you need a little help finding your way. Maybe you're struggling with a few things, emotions, relationships, maybe even technology or other things. I'd love to help you out and start a coaching relationship with you. All you have to do is go to lifeaftersightloss.com slash coaching. There's all the information on that page to start a coaching relationship. And I'd love to hear from all of you today. Now, what in the world is IRA? Maybe you've heard of it, maybe you haven't. But if you haven't heard of it, I've got a great video that I did for the YouTube channel, and I'm going to link that in the show notes at lifeaftersightloss.com slash 053, so you can go check that out and see and hear what kind of IRA is. But I'll give you a brief definition here on the podcast, because I think you should definitely check out that video. It was, you know, pretty succinct, and I did a pretty decent job. But IRA is this service that has been started within the last couple of years, where you are connected with live sided people who um, they call agents, and basically they help you through lots of different things. Uh, you can either do it through your phone, or you can do it through glasses, these sort of special glasses, and they can see what you see, or maybe see what you're not seeing, if you will, and they can take you through lots of different things. They have GPS locations, they can do restaurant menus, and all kinds of great stuff. So if you want to know more about it, check out that video in the show notes, lifeaftersightloss.com slash 053, and that gives you a lot more information about what IRA is. Now, IRA is one of those things that comes along, I think, just every once in a while, because we have lots of great tech, and tech out there is fantastic right now. I mean, we have so many great devices and apps and all that stuff, but IRA does something different. It takes the hardware, the software, takes the stuff that we have as far as technology goes, and combines it with real, actual people, which I think sometimes in life we forget that we need real people, you know, because the AI is wonderful, but it's not perfect, you know, so we need that human connection. So it combines it with real people who are trained, who have gone through training to help a visually impaired person to point out things, to describe things in an appropriate way. And I think that's what's really helpful. It's it's kind of like if you've ever heard of Be My Eyes, which is an app, I think at least on iOS, maybe on Android, but it's you can connect with, you know, live people who are just volunteers who are like, yeah, that's it says this. These agents are trained specifically to help visually impaired people. So the reason I bring this up on today's podcast is because I recently signed up for IRA. I signed up for it because I wanted to experience it myself and I wanted to bring it to you guys to let you know 
what in the world this was all about, how was it, because, you know, I'm going to be honest, Ira's not sponsoring the podcast or the videos or anything like that. They're not, you know, sending me stuff to say, here, here you go. I'm trying it on my own, you know, out of my pocket and that sort of thing. And so I wanted to give you this honest impression. So today I'm going to run through just a few of the things that I've gone through as an Ira Explorer, what it's like when you sign up, what they do for you, and then just share some experiences I've had as an explorer and let you know what it's been like so far. Now, again, it's only been about a week for me at this point, uh, just maybe a day shy of a week, but I'm trying to put it through its paces and, and really test it out so that you guys can know what it's all about. So let's jump into it, what my experience has been so far as an IRA explorer. Now, the first thing I guess I should mention is Explorer. They call the customers or the clients or the people who are using their service Explorers because the idea is we're going out there and we're exploring the world through Ira. And uh, so that's, you know, and is it sort of like, oh, well, this calls customers. I actually think at first when I heard Explorer, I was like, really? Is that just marketing kind of, you know, fluff or whatever? But... Once you get into it, you're like, wow, okay, you really get the idea of why it's called an explorer because they want you to step outside of sort of the, the, the normal realm you've been in and, and go out and do things and be more independent and that sort of thing. So being an explorer is a pretty cool thing. Now, the process of signing up is pretty simple. You can do it on the phone or on the web. I did it through the website and which is obviously very accessible. And so, you know, just signed up, put the thing in, blah, 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 and got signed up and it was very easy. Then I made my first call through the app, which is on iOS or on Android. So on iOS, basically, you know, you use voiceover. It's obviously very accessible. It goes through and you make the call and it comes out through the speaker and then they use your camera to see what your, um, what your camera sees. So we went through some questions. He asked me things like, have I had O&M training? Do I use a cane or a guide dog? Do I have some sight, no sight? You know, it's trying to get to know you so that they can give you the best experience possible. Uh, one of the things they wanted to know is how I like things described. Did I want sort of a very simple, basic description or did I want as much detail as possible? I pick somewhere in the middle because I don't want to know every look on everybody's face, but I would like to know if I'm, you know, walking past a certain store or something like that. So they ask you that list of questions and just get you ready for using the service. Then once you get the glasses, which come in the mail later on, then you go through another sort of onboarding system where they walk you through the glasses, they teach you how to use it and all that sort of thing. I'm not going into a huge amount of detail on all the little things. I might do that in a video at some point because I want to unbox it and show people. So make sure to stay tuned to my YouTube channel. If you haven't subscribed to that, by the way, make sure to go to lifeaftersightloss.com slash YouTube, you can subscribe to the channel over there and keep up to date with all of the videos coming out in the near future because I'll talk about the hardware in a little more detail. So once you get through some of the onboarding stuff, through the basic information, you know, the idea of what it all is, then you start making the calls. Then you start connecting with the IRA agents. Now, this was sort of a hump to get over because let's face it, if you're sitting there and you're visually impaired uh, and you have been for quite some time, you know that 
we do things as visually impaired people. We didn't need Ira before, so it's like, why do we need it now? You know, we, we have magnifiers or we have uh, screen readers or we have OCR, you know, things like seeing AI, KNFB reader, all those sort of things. So what exactly do we use Ira for? And so I was really struggling a little bit with this idea, this mindset of like, how do I use this? And what's even the purpose of this? You know, I'm paying for this service, so I feel like I should use it. And so I just had to just, I don't know, break over that and like, okay, I'm just going to use it. I'm just going to see what I do here. And the first thing I did was I sorted through some mail. Now, again, you might say, well, Derek, don't you have some usable vision? Don't you have a CCTV? And I do, so I could go through that, but it takes me a long time. And sometimes I'm just like, oh, I don't know what this is. I'm not going to strain my eyes to see this. But with Ira, what I did was I you know, called Ira up with my phone because I hadn't had, I didn't get the glasses yet. So I called him up. I said, hey, I want to th- sort through some of this mail. And there was only a few pieces. But one important thing was some of the mail had handwritten information. And Yes, seeing AI can do handwriting recognition now, and from what I understand, it's pretty good. I haven't used it a ton, but it was so nice because the agent can tell me, who is it to? Who is it from? When we got it out, they were able to take a picture, and it was like this newsletter, which can be difficult because there's not just straight text like a document. There's a picture with text, and then there's a box, and then there's, you know, and it's all over the place. So they were able to tell me the layout, give me the information on it, give me some of the highlights, and let me decide what I wanted to go through, and that was really great, and helped me weed out the junk mail really quickly as well. So that, I thought, wow, that was a really neat experience, because yes, I've sorted mail before, but most of the time, I just sort through and make sure to find the important stuff, and then let my wife uh, sort of give an overview of it. That way, if there is something important, we can talk about it later, but you know, she can streamline it, whereas I'm like, oh, I'll just get the important stuff out. But that way, it helped me go through the mail in a more specific way, and that That was a pretty cool experience. So then I had another opportunity to use Ira. And again, it's one of those things where I was like, I probably could do this, but I'm going to use Ira. I was making some frozen peas in the microwave. So <laughs> there you go to a little bit of personal information for you. We like frozen peas. So I was going to make those in the microwave. And typically, I could probably use a magnifier to get the directions. Uh, it's a little difficult because if you've ever used a frozen bag of something, you know that it's round, if you will. You know, it, it doesn't sit flat. My son was here and I could have asked him, but I was like, you know what? I'm just going to use Ira for this. So I called Ira up on my phone, got an agent, and I basically said, hey, I just need the directions on how to cook these in the microwave. So the agent was like, okay, cool. And so they put the phone over. They took a picture. Uh, they were able to zoom in on it you know, so they could read it and help me with that. And it was only about like a minute and a half. And it was like, thank you so much. And I had all the directions read out to me because sometimes a sighted person would have been like, you know, it's five minutes or whatever. But she read it all out to me, told me what side, you know, different things. And again, it was a short call, but it was so simple and easy. And I was like, that was so helpful. So again, another great opportunity to use it. And, you know, you might be thinking, well, that seems like a simple reason, but it was very effective and helpful. Another simple thing I had an opportunity to do was my washing machine. Now I know where the clothes go in the washing machine. I know where the soap goes and the softener and all that stuff, but my new washing machine, because we've moved recently, if you remember that, I talked about that quite a bit. And so we've got a new washer and dryer and it's got some actual you know pretty decent tactile buttons but the problem is they cycle through lights 
on the thing. Now, I have limited vision, so I can get up really, really close and see where the lights are, but I can't see the text next to those lights. So, for example, the thing in the middle, the dial will, you know, go to the different sections and it'll beep when it moves and light up next to the word that says normal or permanent press. But I can't see that text. I can see where the light is, but not the text. So, I was like, you know what? Let's use Ira. Let's see how this goes. So, I called up Ira on the phone, held the phone out, said, hey, I just need to pick towels on this and I need to make sure it's on warm or it's on you know whatever and so she said okay and let me take a picture of that and so she looked okay it's the fourth one over you need to go four more boop 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 this is on warm yep you're good and again it was a very quick phone call but it was a very like I didn't have to lean over I didn't have to get the magnifier out I didn't have to take a picture and zoom in and hope for the she just helped me and it was bing bang boom and we got it going and again could I have done that with a magnifier Could I have done that with a picture? Could I have done that with a sighted person? Absolutely. But I did it in a very, you know, in a quick amount of time. I did it on my own time and it was over and I had just a sighted person be able to say, yes, it's all on there and you're ready to go. Now, you might be thinking at this point, hey, Derek, it sounds like you're just depending on a sighted person to tell you every little detail in your life. You know, you got a CCTV, you got a camera, you got a magnifier, you can do all that. Why are you using somebody, some sighted person to do it? That seems like you're being dependent on a sighted person all over again. And you know what? To that, I would say, I understand your point on that. I I can see where somebody might say, or just being dependent on sighted people. But the reality is, I mean, and this might sound a little harsh, and forgive me if it does, but the reality is our world is built for sight. It just is. And so everything is sort of, most everything anyway, is built around sighted people. And I'm not mad. I'm not angry. I get it. You know, I'm not, you know, causing a big fit, like, sighted people. But it's just how it is. And so when I can connect with somebody on my own time and on my own terms and say, this is what I need, I don't have to get my wife involved all the time. I don't have to get my kids involved all the time. Look, my wife and kids love to help. They're very great sighted supporters, uh, you know, and, and that's wonderful. But when I can connect with somebody who can help me on my time and on my terms, that's a big game changer in my mind. So from something simple like sorting the mail or making sure the washer is on the right setting, even though it seems like something you could do on your own and you don't need help with that, we do need a little bit of assistance and Ira provides a great way to do it. Now, before I continue on with my stories and my experiences with Ira, I just want to let you know that if you're interested in Ira, I'm going to have a link over in the show notes at lifeaftersightloss.com slash 053 that you can click on that link and sign up for Ira. Now, if you use that link, you're going to get a free month of Ira, and I'm going to get a free month of Ira. Now, let me be clear about this. This is not a sponsorship, okay? I want to make sure that's clear. Ira's not sponsoring anything. Every person who is an explorer gets a link, a referral link to send out to their friends and family and whatnot. So I just want to make sure it's very clear. This is not a sponsorship. Ira did not send me anything. This is not like free stuff, nothing like that. Every explorer has the opportunity to share a referral link. So I'm just sharing it with you guys. And if you want to sign up through that link, you will get a free month and I will get a free month. Now, just so we're clear, that is a free second month. So whatever plan you sign up for, you'll have to pay for the first month and then you'll get the second month for free. So just want to make sure 
sure that's clear. And if you want more information, I'm going to have links over in the show notes as well, so you can go visit their webpage and all that sort of thing. But I just thought I'd let you know that if you were interested in signing up, you could use that link, and both of us would benefit from that. But I also wanted to make sure it's clear this is not a sponsorship. So if you have other questions, you can always let me know. But hop on over to the show notes at lifeaftersightloss.com slash 053 to get all the links about Ira and to sign up if you so feel like signing up. And now on with the story. So Ira said I should get my glasses, my hardware, in about either one to two weeks, maybe five to seven business days if it's going great. So I was just waiting and and using my phone as I saw fit. Now, it makes it a little hard using the phone because you're down one hand, obviously. I have heard other people saying they use a lanyard or a chest mount kind of thing, and I'm looking into that. But for the time being, I was like, you know, I'll just use the phone until I get the glasses. Well, on mm, Monday of this week, which was just a few days ago, Ago, I got a package on my front porch. So I was like, oh, I'm not expecting a package. That's neat. What is this? So I got the package, brought it inside, and I thought, you know what? I'm going to use Ira to see what this package is, where it's from, you know, the insides, whatever. So I called up Ira, and the agent said, uh, that package is to you, and it's from Ira. And I'm like, Oh, I was not expecting it this soon. So I got the glasses, got the hardware, got that all figured out, walked through the whole thing with the agent on the phone. We, you know, got it on, got it set up, you know, that sort of thing. So it was really good. And again, I'm going to have unboxing video over on the YouTube channel. So make sure to check that out. Now, my first real challenge with the glasses, I thought I'm just going to go outside and walk around my neighborhood. Again, I've recently moved. I hadn't got the chance to walk the neighborhood much by myself. So I'm going to go out and see what it's like with the glasses and with an agent sort of navigating a little bit. I knew the, you know my neighborhood well enough to walk around and get back, but I thought, let's just see what they say. So uh, I got a nice agent, actually, whose name was Noah, which is you know a great name. It's my son's name. And so I thought, you know, let's see what this is like. And he was great. He was wonderful. Uh, he told me about just some things coming up. He not only told me about like a, maybe a car parked over the sidewalk or a, a fire hydrant or something, but he'd say, oh, this house has a for sale sign or, oh, this tree has some nice dark wood, you know, the, the bark is really dark, and then you know, the the tree has white flowers or whatever. And upcoming here is a creek and, you know, different things like that, or the surroundings. And then they'd say, you know, okay, here's a crossing, here's the road, and because he had me on GPS and you see a Google Maps and that sort of thing. So he was able to give me some spatial awareness to my neighborhood, which was really neat because sometimes we just miss out on things and we don't even, I think as visually impaired people, and you get used to it, but you don't even think about the things you're missing out on because you just don't have time for that. You're just trying to get it from point A to point B. You're not taking in the environment. You're not taking, oh, the clouds are pretty. Oh, the tree is not. You don't really think about that. Now, maybe you do, and I'm not saying everybody doesn't. Like, oh, you're blind. You don't think about that. But the point is, when you're walking, a lot of times you're so involved in just making sure you're going straight, getting to the next stop, whatever it is. And when you have somebody being able to say, you know, the the clouds are really nice today, uh, the sun's shining through the trees, whatever you're saying, it gives you that awareness and that part that you're missing out on, and that is really, really nice. So walking with him was great. I had just a, a fantastic experience. Uh, the connection was really good, and, and all in all, it was just a great, great experience, and I was so pleased I got to go out and walk a little bit and just experience that. So then finally today, I had the opportunity to go shopping a little bit with Ira. So first of all, I, I took an Uber over to the mall, and Ira's able to call an Uber for you. You can connect your Uber or Lyft accounts, and they can call the Uber for 
you. They can see who your driver is. They can tell you when the car's pulling up, you know, all that sort of thing. So that's really nice because sometimes I wonder, especially if I'm in like a parking lot, am I going to get in the wrong car and stuff like that? You know, if it's pulling in my driveway, I'm pretty sure what car it's going to be. But if I'm somewhere where there's a lot of cars, it's very nice for them to be like, that's the car that you want to get in. So I took an Uber over to the mall and had a nice agent walk around the mall. I was trying to find a candy store that I thought I'd been to, but I couldn't remember the name and and I didn't know where it was. I was just like, hey, find this place. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like if you had the name, this would be easier. So it was probably my fault on that part. But, you know, it was great just walking around. Uh, she, again, she was able to point out the stores I was walking by, able to point out the kiosks in the mall, uh, just the different areas I was in. The, the, you know, oh, here's a carpeted area with some areas to sit. Uh, here's this restaurant, different things like that. So, again, that spatial awareness, that things that you don't really think about because you don't necessarily need to think about. You know, I don't need to know every shop I'm passing by, but when you don't realize it and then you have the opportunity to know, it's like, wow, this is really, really neat. So it was very exciting just to get that spatial awareness. And I'm excited to go back to the mall and be like, hey, here's the three stores I want to go to. Here's the things I want to get. I think that's going to be a really awesome experience. And so when that happens, I'll give you those updates. But I think it's going to be a lot of fun being able to go to a big open place like a mall and then just do some shopping on my own. Remember, on my own time, on my own terms, I think that that'll be a lot of fun. And then the final thing I got to do today was my wife and I actually got to go grocery shopping. So I was with my wife, who again is sighted, and she was going through the store and I said, you know, why don't you let me get a couple of things? Let's just use this IRA. I'm a, I got it. Let's use it and see what happens. So she's like, okay, um, I need some mild cheddar cheese uh, shredded in this package. I was like, okay, I will get it. And she said, basically, the cheese is over in this area right here. Now, it wasn't a huge grocery store, so it wasn't Walmart. I didn't have to walk huge far. But I was like, okay, I'll go over here. So I called up IRA, you know, and, and I said, here's what I need. And the agent was like, okay, we're looking at this. And why don't you move to the right? And we're looking at this. And they took some pictures and said, okay, this is, here's sharp cheddar. And, and they found the mild cheddar. It was on the second shelf from the bottom. So I opened the door and pulled out the mild cheddar. I'd gotten it. I was like, yes. And then it was kind of like, now I just have to find my wife. <laughs> because that's one of my biggest fears is like going off and not being able to find the person. Now, my wife's really good about it. She's a sighted supporter and has been for years, and so she's looking out for me, if you will. But I was like, I just got to find her. So the agent was like, can you kind of tell me what she looks like to find her? And I said, okay, she's got short hair and the color and that sort of thing. And uh, she said, okay, is she wearing scrubs? My wife's a nurse and had some stuff going on today, and so she's wearing scrubs. And I said, yes, she is wearing scrubs. She goes, okay, she's over here to the left. And about that time, my wife was coming over to grab me. But I said, yeah, okay, there she is. And so I was able to give her the cheese. She's like, that's it. And I said, okay, what else can I get? And, you know, it's like the a dog who had just gone fetch, and I was so excited. She's like, okay, I need eggs. I need large eggs, whatever. They're Okay, great. So I went back over to that area, and we found the eggs, and I brought those. And then the agent knew who my wife was at this point, so she said, okay, she's right up here on your right, and I was able to go right to her and give her the eggs. Then I said, can you take a picture of my wife so that it's in my profile, and then the next agent I have, if I need to pick out my wife from a crowd, they'll know what she looks like. And she said, yes. So she took that picture, and while we were doing that, there was a worker at this store who was watching me and said something, oh, that's so amazing. That's so cool. And I was like, yay, okay, moving on. (laughs) Blind entertainment here, everybody. So it was just so like... 
I don't know. I, I don't want to use the word empowering to, I don't want to throw that around. You know, like I think a lot of times we get that idea, that, oh, I'm, I'm empowered. It's like, I get it, but it really was. It really, really was. Somebody asked me the other day in a group about having a wow moment with Ira. And I'm sure I'll have about 50 wow moments. You know, just wow, this was so cool. I've heard lots of stories, people going to concerts by themselves and finding their seats and all this other stuff. And it's been a lot of neat stuff. But for me, being able to find that cheese on my own, you know, and then get back to my wife, being able to have the confidence to say, I'm going to go over here, I'll come back. Uh, I'm going to go get this, I'll come back. You know, that was so big for me. So, uh, I mean, that was a great opportunity and I was just so pleased to have that chance. And I just, I don't know, I can't say enough good things about it. It, it was great. All right, so guys, that's really my first week using Ira. Um, it has been fantastic. You know, are there some pros and cons to it? Absolutely. Um, you know, if the connectivity's not great, if the internet's not great, it's not going to work super well. You got to be able to have that. That's just how it goes. Um, it is pretty pricey when it comes to things. If you watch that video that I post in the show notes, you'll know a little more about it. Um, if you want to check out the pricing, you can go to their website, but it is a little pricey right now. And obviously, you know, it, it's just one of those things that we have to kind of figure out. Now, you might be saying, oh, I can never afford this or whatever, and, and or I, can, I don't want to do that. And look, here's the thing. Everybody has to make their own decision for what they want to do. If you feel like this is a service that should is going to be helpful, or if you feel like, oh, I, can, I would never do that and depend on side of people, that's totally your choice and your opinion. I'm just bringing you this information and setting it at your feet and saying, here you go. Here's my experience, my personal experience, my non-biased experience. Nobody's paying me to say any of this, and so I just wanted you guys to know. So... At the end of the day, this week as an IRA explorer has been amazing. I've connected with people. I've connected with things I didn't think I could do. It's just been an awesome time, and and I'm so excited about it. I, I mean, I was in a good mood for the last couple of days, just a new, fresh, good mood where it was like, wow, you know? We talked about finding our way earlier, and just, just finding your way physically through a store or, or finding your way emotionally through life, all of these things, whether it's IRA or anything else, that's what we want to do and just have that support in our lives. So if you have questions about IRA, if you want to know more about it, visit the show notes or contact me and let me know, and I'd be happy to answer the questions that you have, the quandaries, the the, the wonderings that you might have. I'd be happy to do that. And uh, yeah, it's been a great time. So I'm going to bring you more information about IRA. Again, check out my YouTube channel because we're going to do an unboxing and some more demonstrations of IRA. And I think I'm going to have my wife on the podcast and talk about the sighted supporter's perspective because that can be a bit challenging when you're out with your sighted supporter who's always done these things for you and all of a sudden you're starting to branch out on your own. You know, they don't have to tell you to walk right or left or stop or, you know, they don't have to give you all that information any longer. The the IRA agent can do a lot of that and so it, it can be a bit challenging. So I think my wife is going to come on here and we'll have that great conversation. So I'm looking forward to more content. Now, I'm not just going to talk about IRA forever, but it's kind of on the brain right now so we might talk about it a little bit right in this immediate time frame uh so it but it's exciting so if you have other questions about ira just let me know otherwise guys i just want to let you know it's been a fantastic week and i'm looking forward to more exploring with ira
All right, guys, I've got a little tech tip for you here today. If you're an iPhone, iPad user, maybe even iPod, if you still got one of those iPod touches, um, if you're using VoiceOver and something's not labeled the way you want it to be labeled, maybe it's an app, maybe it's a button or something of that nature. I know a lot of times with apps, they'll be labeled something and it's like, I wish it read it differently. Or there'll be a button that's not labeled well inside of an app. Well, did you know you can label that differently? Yeah, you sure can. And it's pretty easy to do. So let's say there's an app that you have and it's called something. You know, maybe it's, uh, uh, for example, I had an app and it was called TC 2.0. I was like, what is this TC 2.0? It's actually a security system app for my house, but the, I think the company was something with TC and it was, I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, I don't know what that means. So what I did was I took two fingers, I double tapped and I held the second tap and it would hear a noise like boop, 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 and it would bring up this dialog box, and then I could relabel it with voiceover. So I could label it, you know, security system. And then when I tapped on that app, it would say security system. Now, please bear in mind, this doesn't change the name of the app on your screen. It's still called whatever it is, TC 2.0 or whatever. But when voiceover reads it out, it'll read it out with your label. So, for example, if you said open security system, that wouldn't work. You would still have to say TC 2.0 whatever it is. But for your voiceover label, it'll read whatever you want it to read and how you want it to read. So if you've got a button inside of an app, you can label that a different label so that it makes sense to you. So hopefully that will come in handy. Again, it's two fingers. It's a double tap and you hold the second tap until you hear about three different, you'll hear three sounds, boop, 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 and then it'll bring up that dialog box to change the label for voiceover. So give it a shot. Maybe you've got an app, a button, an icon, something you want changed. Give it a shot. Let me know if it works out for you because it's a great way to change the label and get voiceover to call it what you want it called. All right, guys. Well, that brings us right around towards the end of the podcast. And as always, we got just a few housekeeping items. Hey, first of all, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, if you're new around here and this is your first episode, thank you so much for listening. And I'd love for you to subscribe to the show so that you can stay up to date with all the information coming out. And you can do that very easily. Just go to the show notes, lifeaftersightloss.com slash 053. And there's a player right at the top of the show notes. And under that player are buttons labeled iTunes, or excuse me, labeled Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher. There's one that says subscribe on Android. So you'll, it'll pull up your, you know, podcast catcher. You can subscribe there and that way you won't miss another single episode. And that is so great. So subscribe to the show and stay up to date with all the upcoming episodes. And speaking of episodes, uh, I definitely want you to catch all the new ones, but maybe you're new here and you want to hear all the old ones. So what you can do is go to lifeaftersightloss.com slash podcast, and that's going to give you an entire list of all of the episodes of the podcast. And that's going to a link to the show notes where you can listen to it and read the show notes. And you can hear sort of the, uh, I don't know, the, the way that the podcast has evolved over time. <laughs> We're over 50 episodes now, and so it's changed a bit. So you can Check it out, lifeaftersightloss.com slash podcast to hear every episode of the podcast so far. 
And as always, guys, I love hearing from everyone. I'd love your feedback. It's so great. Maybe you've got questions. Maybe you've got comments. Maybe you just want to say, hey, Derek, what's going on? I'd love to hear from you, and you can do it very easily. Go to lifeaftersightloss.com slash contact. That'll give you all the information. But if you want some specific ways, you can email me, Derek, D-E-R-E-K, at lifeaftersightloss.com. You can tweet me at the Derek Daniel, or a great way would be to leave me a voicemail, and the number to do that is 317-721-1027. My apologies, that is not an international number. So if you're international, you'll have to email me or tweet me, which is totally fine. But if you're local in the States, you can dial 317-721-1027. And that would be really, really awesome to leave a voicemail. I'll feature that on the podcast. But basically, guys, I love hearing from you. So if you got questions about Ira, about voiceover, about finding your way, I'd love to hear from you so hit me up let me know and i look forward to hearing from all you guys very very soon and guys that about wraps it up hey i just want to remind you that all the information found in today's podcast is intended for informational and educational purposes only if you're in need of medical professional or legal advice please seek out a specialist in your area Thank you so much for listening wherever you are. And until next time, remember that sight loss isn't the end. It's just the beginning. My name's Derek Daniel from lifeaftersightloss.com, and I'll see all of you in the next one.